All right. Uh, before we get rocking, get to the jokes and things, because we got a lot of stuff to unpack since we talked to y'all last week. I want to get some of these names out the way. A year ago, we lost both Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant. And I want to say, I, I, I don't mean to mess these last names up. John Carey and their daughter Alyssa Altobelli. 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 Uh, Christina Mauser. Sarah Chester. Peyton Chester. And the pilot, Era Zaboyan. Zabayan. Sorry if I messed your names up. Um, to the families that might hear this, uh, but a year ago we lost nine people in a in a in a plane crash. Two of helicopter. which or a helicopter crash. Um, two of which, well, one was Kobe Bryant, and and the second was his daughter that was supposed to be basically his uh, the, the female version. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I got sore throat. Um, and just. Thinking about to like a year ago, I didn't wake up to the news. I was at work, and it was just one of those things where I I never work on a Sunday, but I was asked to. And so I'm sitting in the office. I'm mad at the world because I'm sitting in this office at work, and my phone blows up and it goes, "Kobe Bryant involved in a helicopter crash." So I'm thinking, "Oh, he's he's good." Then it's Kobe and eight other people dead in, in helicopter crash. So I'm like, oh, shit. You know, hopefully everything is all right. You know, I'm praying for the family and everything. Then it says Kobe and his daughter passed away. And I'm like, oh, God, it better not be the one that he was just because was it like two weeks before then he was at a game and it was the two of them. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, it can't be baby girl because that was like the main one he was hyping up to be like. Uh, the, the him basically the next him but a female version or whatever and boy when when you get more of the details about what happened during that crash it just breaks your heart yeah I remember being on Twitter when the news came and I was like ain't no fucking way I said this is bullshit and and then all the news starts rolling in, and for the whole day they, they, they were horrible about the information because it kept jumping from one thing like at at twelve o'clock, it was oh, it was Kobe and some people, but none of his daughters was on, none of his family was on. Yeah, it was just. Kobe and then it and kept like, going back and forth until it comes out that it was Kobe and his daughter and some teammates and parents of teammates and shit like that. Well, we live in an era where we have to be first, not right. Yeah. So as long as we're first to say something, it doesn't matter. Because I think they killed uh, Rick Fox in that. Yeah, that yeah. At one point, they did kill Rick Fox. In that in that helicopter crash, and that was when I really stopped fucking with TMZ, uh, because they should not have been the ones to break that news to anybody. Yeah, the especially his department in 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 other actual people who should have been able to make that call, like at least to get a hold of the family first, should have been the ones to break that news. Yeah. So the fact that TMZ and how TMZ got that information and things, y- y'all look kind of fugazi in that. And to think that was before we were in a pandemic. Yeah. That was before we were in a full-blown, you know, the world was finna stop 
this was like the big if if none of that COVID shit happened, I think Kobe's death and the election would have been the two things. Oh yeah, that would have been twenty twenty. But you this know. really started the year off like on a sour note. And it's one of those things you couldn't believe. Like I remember going home to like get ready to come up to your house because we were going to watch the Royal Rumble. Yep. And I was about to get, I was gearing up to watch the Pro Bowl. I was chilling, waiting for the Pro Bowl to come on. And uh, I told my mom and she goes, wait, what? I said, mom, turn on the news. And she turned on the news. She goes, oh my goodness. And this is before we knew that Gianna was in a helicopter and, and all the specifics. It just stated that um, Kobe was in the helicopter crash at that point. But yeah, like to think a year later, like so much has passed since then. But to think that I'm trying to be to think that a year after after all that is done, the Lakers winning, the Dodgers winning, um, you see Powell with his youngest daughter. And taking them out and, and all this stuff. Oh, and then Pal had a baby, and named her Elizabeth Elizabeth Gianna. You know to, to see because I read about that yesterday. You know he was already going to go into the Hall of Fame first ballot. That that wasn't. Oh yeah, change. that was solidified already. Uh, but to see once again all the emotion that came out of that day, to see of all people Tim Duncan crying, really. Because he rarely showed emotion to see Greg Popovich on a bench with him. Like, they were going through it. To see all the beautiful tributes. To see the tributes now. I remember Kyrie couldn't even, he couldn't even play. They, um, they ruled him out right before the game because he was like, I can't play. To see how inside the NBA, like, stopped whatever they were doing. The whole, the whole world stopped. Like, people really were affected by this. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's... it's you you treasure people more, and 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 COVID really amplified that to where you treasure your time with somebody more now than just oh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Um. But this is not a somber podcast, so I wanted to pick it up, and D brought this on to my attention earlier. But early in Kobe's career, he. He, he dabbled. He, he, he tried. <laughs> Let's just say he didn't. He didn't. If he would have took his music career as seriously as his basketball career, he would have been the greatest rapper of all time. Um, but he did not. <laughs> he, he, he dabbled, as one does in that time in in a music career. Now, it. I mean, he still got the championships. He still got his Oscar. So he's great at doing. Other things, yes, but um, he was never gonna get a Grammy. <laughs> nah, he wasn't gonna touch the Grammy. Grammy. Was not in the, in the books for him. But I just thought we would start this off with with something that Kobe did with Tyra Banks, but I don't think she's gonna be in this portion that I can play. Oh my goodness! Once again, once again. this is a two thousands ass beat, boy. This beat could have been on a Rough Riders mixed, Rough Riders album. Uh-huh. Yo. Yo. Like this. 
What I live for? Basketball, beats and bras. From Italy to the US, yes, it's raw. I'm in search for the one that make my wealth feel poor. Who can ignore the spotlight life for grandma? My dumb fault, how I found the ore, so I search for. There's plenty of women with sex appeal when it's filled. Can they complete the package? All I date is actresses to play it safe to them. My money ain't bait, but I must take risks to find a honey that's legit. Whether she push a bucket or six bucks with some mad chips. Out on her own or live out of mom's and pop's home. Rocks top fashion, Adidas, Attire, or Timbo's. I don't know, yo, these women come and go. Like the wind they blow, how do I know it's you for show? When God talks to me, give me a signal. But until then, all my ears hear the steady flow. Come on. This ain't a podcast featuring Spread. D. Yeah, yeah. Kobe. We we love you. We miss you, man. But rest rest in peace to the legend, re- Kobe. Rest in peace to all of y'all. Uh whew, that man was caught up in the moment, wasn't he? Man, listen. <laughs> Early Kobe was awesome shit, boy. Well, I mean, you gotta think about it too. He was young, he was successful, he was in LA. Like, I'm pretty sure he wanted to see what he can get away with. Yeah. And when when you're when you're the superstar of uh, NBA team, and the NBA team happens to be in LA, you're gonna get away with a lot more than most people will. Man, he could have been a Clipper doing this. I can tell you that though. <laughs> well, if he was winning with the Clippers, yeah, but he wouldn't have been. <laughs> Donald Sterling was running oh, the Clippers. Wow. He wasn't gonna win shit with them. Like I said, we have a lot to talk about today. We have oh, a lot man. to unpack. Um, one over the weekend we lost two legends. Uh, I'm gonna start with Larry King first, just because I need to. The Hank Aaron one is just I gotta wait on that one. Larry King, uh, for the most part, was on my list of people, and I'm not trying to sound insensitive, but he was on my list of people who I just thought would never die. He was on that list. He was 87, I believe, and uh, he contracted COVID a few weeks ago. Before he had passed, and it, I'm guessing he recovered from that, but it didn't. It didn't help for a man his age to go through all of this. Um, but like seeing people talk about Larry King and and how it was easy for them to like sort of go on his show and just say whatever. Like this is pre Oprah effect, where they they just sat across from him and he would just ask them a question, and for some reason they felt like they needed to divulge every aspect of their life with ease like this man was getting interviews from people that you would never think would sit down and just talk about shit dog he asked jerry seinfeld why his show got canceled and jerry was dumbfounded like the man just had a way and even in the newer version i think he did like a youtube version of that show he was getting a lot of young artists it was almost like it was reverse DJ Vlad, if that makes any sense to y'all. Yeah. To where Vlad was trying to feed you shit to make you, like, snitch on yourself. And Larry King would just sit there and go, so how's your mother doing? Man, I ain't mean to shoot that dude in the back eight times, man. I promise you. He asked DJ Khaled why he gained all that weight. Like, Larry King was, like, 
in every sense of the word, that dude. And he was on CNN for like 25 years doing that exact show. Um, But he was one of those guys that just, if you were of a certain age, he was that show you had to watch. And I didn't even consider his show to be like a late night talk show until two days ago when everybody kept bringing it up. And I was like, wow. Because I, I never, I never, I'm going to be real with y'all. I, I didn't watch Larry King at all. I knew who he was. I knew of him. I knew he had his show on CNN, but I just never watched it because I, I just thought that was for old folks. But now looking back on it and seeing all the interviews that he's done, and, and by the grace of God, we have YouTube nowadays to where I can go back and see. He's one of those really respected media personalities here and abroad. I saw Pierce Morgan try to throw up a tribute to him, and it just was. It, it was horrible. It just was cringeworthy. But Pierce Morgan is a horrible person anyway, so. Yeah, I think. Didn't they bring him in to replace Eric King? Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Yeah, Pierce, you, you got to take that L. Now on to the one that uh, threw me off on Friday, which is Hank Aaron. And this is one that touched me personally only because I can remember growing up every summer going down to see my grandparents or whatnot in Alabama. And my grandfather was not only a huge baseball fan, he was a huge Atlanta Braves fan, which is why I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. And no matter who did what, they were never Hank Aaron. What Hank Aaron means to a certain generation of of sports fans. And black sports fans, especially. In the South, he means the way we look at LeBron, the way we look at Jordan, the way we look at Kobe, the way we look at just certain people that we consider to be great athletes. Hank Aaron is that to them. And so my grandfather, he... He has the same old, it's worn out now. It's like dark brown. But that Atlanta Braves uh, hat. And I remember him taking me to the World Series in 95. Um, I I didn't know what, I was five-year-old. So I didn't really know what the fuck was going on at the time. But he had to go to that. I remember him and my grandmother getting into an argument over him going to Atlanta, which was an hour away to go see a Braves game in the World Series, and he was able to get his tickets, and he took me with him. In his truck, by the way, in his 18-wheeler. He took me to Atlanta to go to a World Series game, but he made me a Braves fan. So the first thing I did was, when I saw the the news, was I called him immediately. I said, hey, Grandpa, how you doing? And the news didn't hit him yet. So I sort of had to, like, walk it into him. Mm. And he was silent for about a minute or two. And he had to hang up the phone, which I understood what what was coming out of that. And then uh, he called me back a few minutes later. And he said that he was just glad to see him play and and things. But there's a certain number of athletes that my grandfather just held to a different esteem than, than most folks now. Like, so yeah. man, Rocky Johnson, like, The Rock was never going to be him, even though The Rock basically surpassed him in legacy and with the movies and things. He just was never... There was a point where I couldn't watch Raw because 
he couldn't stand that The Rock was up there trying to be his father. <laughs> like, God forbid you try to leave like, a legacy like your yeah, daddy. Yeah, like that was my 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 uh, introduction to the to the Monday Night Wars. I had to watch Nitro because one, Harlem Heat had the belts, and two, he didn't want to see Rocky Junior. He wanted to see Rocky Soul Man Johnson, but. Yeah, just the news of Hank Aaron dying, and now you see all these people with the conspiracy theories because he went and he got the the um, the, the vaccine. vaccine, and people are like, "Oh, he had the vaccine last week, and all of a sudden he's dead." Well, you know, he's eighty six. He was eighty six. Like he, he was blessed to be able to live long enough to get that vaccine in yeah, the first place, and he did that so that y'all would shut up about this. But it seems to be that y'all took whatever he was trying to do and flipped it. To another negative spot. You know how black people do. You know. You know how you know how black people do. And like a day before, when we was gonna come up here and record on Thursday, uh, I was gonna get on people because somehow they're putting microchips in the syringes to vaccinate us with. Why do people think they're so interesting? Like why do people think that their lives are so interesting that the government needs to watch them every every second of every day? Nobody needs to watch you masturbate. Y'all are some boring individuals. Like, y'all don't do shit. And this Not is coming a- from a person that doesn't do shit. Like, the government put a chip in me and they go see that shit walk around the house all day. They're gonna be like, oh, this is a waste of a chip. But then, like, y'all, y'all act like y'all ain't already been got for the longest time. Like, we have smartphones, y'all. Yeah, like, there's so many other ways they don't need to microchip you. You tell on yourself. The you same, notice, right? The same niggas that's talking about microchips are the same niggas that are making themselves look old on Snapchat and like a baby. You use a <laughs> face ID to open up your phone. They don't need no microchip. They they fit, they fucking take your picture at every stoplight now. The government can literally text you, hey, you got a booger in your left nostril. Wait, how did you know that? When you unlock the phone. Like, uh, I'm your CIA person. It's like a gar- guardian angel, but I, I want to arrest you. <laughs> arrest you at some point. Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. Don't be, don't be this stupid. Just take the shit. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, just take the shit and shut the fuck up. This is a, this hey, this is what made me want to take it more. Because you know, at first I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'm doing shit on black people. When all the rich white people were like, yo, I need this shit. <laughs> I was like, oh well, let me get that too. <laughs> Rub me some too. Rich, rich white people don't run to die. No. So when I when when I realized the shit, <laughs> well, that's what was hot in the streets. I needed. You can call me. A, you can call me the hype beast right now because I need it. You put a, you put Supreme on that shit. Watch that shit will sell out. But y'all go ahead. I'm gonna take that shit when I get a chance. Yeah, I ain't feeling down because y'all. If that shit had me out by the summertime shaking my ass like, I, like we used to, shoot me up. Let's see. Oh, you see, football now? Matter of fact, since we were just talking about baseball, you see that nobody, uh, it just came yeah, through the water. Nobody, nobody got elected to the Hall of Fame this year. Into the Hall of Fame. That is a shame. But that's baseball for your ass. They're going to do something. It's, it's steroid heavy, uh, and then it's Kurt Schilling heavy. And then it's because you know it's it's Bonds and Clemens. It's, they only have one year left, so if they don't get in next year, it's over. 
I just don't like the fact that the Baseball Hall of Fame feels like it's superior to everything and everybody else. The way they move. Well, that's just... That's baseball, period. You're supposed to play the game the right way. You can't do this. You can't do that. You are starting to be a dying sport, and it is not good. And by dying, I do not mean the players. I mean your fans. Like, nobody gives a shit about your unwritten rules. Your unwritten rules is cool. Like, y'all... Y'all want pitching duels every every week, every game. There was an unwritten rule not to break Babe Ruth's uh, home run record. You can't you can't walk across the mound when you when you're out. You can't do this. You can't do that. You, God forbid, you do anything urban. Baseball wants to take all these players from all these nations and all these places, and want to make them whitewash themselves for baseball. You've got to let these people be individuals. It works better. Trust me. It works so much better when they can do, they can do their little custom cleats and they can just be individualistic with shit. That works a lot better. I bet Look you, at the NBA. I bet you have more money in your pockets if you do that. You got damn right. But they so, they so worried about upkeeping rules that were written 150 years ago that they're getting their own way. And they're going to fuck around and nobody's going to want to watch this shit anymore. Let these niggas hit balls out. They, they're getting it right now. They, if, if they're messing with the balls to make them do home, more home runs, that's what you're supposed to do. Because that's what they want to see. They want, this is the baseball equivalent to all the, the rules in football that screw over cornerbacks. Because this is what you want. You want them to be able to hit the ball out of the state whenever the fuck they want. Beautiful. That's what's supposed. That's what the game. That's the excitement of the game. That's how you're gonna sell tickets. I don't want to see Clayton Kershaw pitch for 15 innings, and it's a zero-one final. That's boring. Yeah. When people say baseball is boring, it's those games. No, they want to see Aaron Judge oh, hit man, the shit to fucking Staten Island. It's a pitcher's duel, D. No, fuck that. That's what I want. I want a 15-12 final. Oh, you are chaos. Y- yes. I want it too, but... That's more exciting. That's more exciting. You never... You see, when it's like that, you don't have to worry about when managers take their pictures out. It don't, it don't matter. If anybody could get it, anybody could get it. What did we see from the World Series? What was the, the, over, the overall story behind that, that last game? He took Blake Snell out too early. Nigga, if it was just niggas hitting the ball out of the park every other time, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> we don't care who pitching. I'm sending that shit yard. Knocking that shit out of the park. Baseball has never been more exciting than it was when it was a fucking home run derby every fucking Summer game. Summer 97. That's, that's the peak of baseball. And even during all of that, I, I, I think I spoke on this, but even during that, my grandfather would look at him and go, Hammer would have got this number by now. Hammer would have got him by now. Well, he had the benefit of hitting against a bunch of white boys that didn't know how to push the black people anyway. I'm telling you, Dasty, I learned a lot that year. I learned a lot in the summer of 97. I learned about Cubans. I didn't know they came in dark color. I didn't know until then. Threw me off. Uh, I knew that the stuff that they were spitting on the field was, in fact, not bubble gum. Nope. Uh, it was something completely different. It was called... They call it dip, 
But I was like, oh, I want some dip. That looks cool. No, you do not. <laughs> My grandma no, was like, no, you, no, you do not. You don't. <laughs> that should have you all messed up. Um, trying to think. I learned that Barry Bonds head had grew like two sizes around that time. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire. Sammy. Sammy. Back when he was black. Miguel Tejada. Well, ooh, who else was, was going through it in the summer? Because, it, it, I mean, the two names were Sammy and Mark. Those were the two names you, you sort of remember. Only because those two were reaping the biggest benefit to it. And Barry, of course. But, man, that was, that was when it was fun because they were individuals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you could pick one. I mean, of course, you know. Middle America was going to run with with Mark, uh, for obvious reasons. But you know, seeing Sammy uh, run the bases with the American flag and and all that stuff, that was fun. We're never getting that back. Oh no, that's that's over. <laughs> we are never getting them days back. That is over. Speaking of over, two of the teams that uh, we're going to be. It was going to be something special to see the Bills going to the uh, Super Bowl. But Kansas City was like, nah, we good on that. And uh, I want you, I'm going to give you this platform now. I'm going to give you ISO. I'm just going to hand you the ball. Get out the Packers. Oh, man. Man, I watched these bums. And I'm going to call them bums. Because they've been talking all this shit about being so good. They wanted everything. They wanted a home game in Green Bay. That's what was going to cure everything, a home game in Green Bay. And then they took that home game, and they just – I seen two plays in a row where Aaron Rodgers could have ran the ball into the for a touchdown. He 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 became allergic to to more than walking. Uh, and, and then his stupid-ass coach was like, you know what? I know we're about to get a ball back to Tom Brady with like two minutes to go in the game, but I'm going to kick a field goal. Instead of going forward on fourth down in a tight game. Matter of fact, the game was so tight, they would have scored there and had a two-point conversion, it would have been tied. But the coach was like, nah, we're going to kick a field goal and never get the ball back again. Ever. Devontae Adams, I, I don't know where he was at most of the game. Aaron, what's the dude's name? Aaron Jones? What's the running back's name? Aaron Jones? Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones couldn't stop fumbling to save his goddamn life. I don't know what happened to the Packers, dog. But they wanted a cold weather game at home, and they got the one quarterback that probably plays better in cold weather, and he didn't play that well. That dude was out there impersonating Jameis Winston again, throwing three touchdowns and three interceptions. Like, how the, how the hell do you have a quarterback throw three interceptions and you don't beat him? Three straight interceptions. Like that's like he threw him on three straight possessions, right? Yes. How do you not? How do you not get a, 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 a scores from all three of those? That's crazy. And you got one of the best receivers in the game. What? With arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. What? So now, Aaron Rodgers got a. He got. He's well, he's he's almost on that Drew Brees level for me. A disappointment. Because if you go your whole career with one franchise and you were as good as everybody says you were, 
you better tell me you have more than one Super Bowl. You better have more Super Bowls than Eli Manning. For everybody to talk about all these quarterbacks are so good, they're not the winners that they say they are if they don't have more rings than Eli Manning. Because while, yes, it's a team game, your quarterback got to be able to get you over the hump, right? Exactly. Okay. Last time I checked, Eli had to go in two in two postseasons, he had one home game with fans in the stands. That man had to go to he had to go to Green Bay in the cold and win. He had to go to he had to go to Candlestick and win against that. Remember, remember how good the 49ers were that year? Mm-hmm. Had to go to Candlestick and win. Had I think the only home game that we had was the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons had to we played the Falcons one year in wild card round and we beat them. But it's that's why I say put the man put that man in the Hall of Fame because clearly he did something that quarterbacks just can't do like they say they can. If the all all great and mighty Drew Brees only has one postseason, one he only has one NFC championship one under his belt, and Eli has two, what does that say about either that says something about Drew Brees or something about Eli? Which one is it? Is Uchiwali is a one mic. Eli took down the Empire twice. Twice. Two times. And kept a lot of your favorite people from, from getting rings. Eli kept Randy Moss from getting a ring. Ironically, off of a miracle-ass catch. Yes. But I will say this. David Tyree was the only person on that play that was going to be able to catch that. It was either he was going to catch it or it was going to be incomplete. <laughs> but y'all, y'all shot yourselves in the foot. Now they're talking about Aaron might want out of Green Bay. He's not leaving Green Bay. I'd be surprised if I woke up one day with an alert that said Aaron Rodgers got traded from the Green Bay Packers. I saw somebody wanted him to go to the Bears just for chaos. I'm with it. Although, if I'm the Packers... Why not? Who are you going to get? Well, they drafted a quarterback last year that they clearly see as the future. Hey, look, man. Because you don't take a quarterback in the first round when you have a playoff, when you have a, a team that's coming off an NFC championship, like appearance, if you don't think that quarterback's going to be your future. Hey, man. Look, I know Aaron Rodgers came in as a backup to Brett Favre. I understand he had to sit on the bench for a few years to understand the, the offense, things of that nature. And it really is like a telling story to see Green Bay replace a legend with another legend, okay? That's not happening again. <laughs> That's not happening again. If Aaron Rodgers goes, the Packers are fucked. Well, I mean, he's 37 No now. Vaseline. He's 37 now. How long do you think he's going to keep playing? How long is the NFC North going to be trash? I don't know. Because you got two guaranteed against Detroit. You got maybe 50-50 against the Bears and Minnesota. So that right there is four wins. Just, I don't even look at that schedule. So how long is the NFC North going to be trash? One, he's in a winnable division. Two, 
Where's he going to go? Well, you got to think Aaron Rodgers would make your team winnable, win, would make any division winnable for him. But what are you going to have to give up to get him? Oh, a lot. That's why I'm saying why why wouldn't Green Bay do it? No. He good. He chilling. If if you're, his agent, but he chilling. If you're looking if you're looking at this year and he had a MVP, he's going to be the MVP. And what came of it? Nothing. If you're the Packers, maybe you're like, yo, maybe it's time to start the rebuild. Or time to go in another direction. Because we can we can demand a King's ransom for him. I will say that if he had ran in that touchdown, we would not be having these conversations. No, absolutely not. But he didn't. And the crazy part is he had a wide open he could have walked into the end zone. Yes. But if I'm the Packers and somebody like San Francisco calls me and they give me the King's ransom for this quarterback, why don't I say yes? I just don't see it happening. I mean, if 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 Indy could have been done with Peyton. Indy, Peyton had a neck injury. So? They didn't know he was going to come back. That's different. That is completely different. But it goes to show it don't matter your status on the like as far as legends go. Well, when you're being you told can be moved. That, no, when you're being told that he might not play again because if he takes one more hit, that could be the end of his life. That's one thing. You got a healthy Aaron Rodgers, who for the most part balled out this year. I'm not about to let him go. That's that's a whole different thing. All I'm saying is, at some point, you got to look toward the future. He ain't getting no younger. He's not exactly the most healthy quarterback. Sometimes it's got to be like, hey, let's let's go ahead and maneuver. Let's go ahead and get what we can get while we can get it. Because what happens if he comes next year and he tears his ACL in the first game? Well, you got to think that about Tom Brady. You got to think that about Ben Ben Roger or Ben Roethlisberger. You got to think that well, Drew Brees is gone, Philip Rivers is gone, but they didn't go off of injuries they just went because they it their time has passed now let me ask you a question if you ask the Steelers hey before Big Ben's injury if you had a chance to trade him for a King's Ransom they weren't gonna let him they that wasn't gonna happen Pittsburgh doesn't move like that see everybody's afraid of PR but Pittsburgh doesn't move like that Pittsburgh that, isn't one of them teams everybody's afraid of PR uh before the injury when Ben, ben was actually balling out and he still had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in him. He moving, like he he or he staying put. He, they ain't moving him. Now after his injury and, and See, seeing the and ability the, for him, he's not able to move the ball up the field. And here's shit. the problem: everybody thinks their old quarterback is Tom Brady. Tom Brady isn't even Tom Brady right now. He's gotten the benefit of he's, having a good he, offensive line and, and good receivers. He's Tom Brady enough. Like, if he had the receivers up in New England that he has now in Tampa Bay, he wouldn't have left. Let's be real. He would still be wearing, they might be in the AFC Championship game. You're absolutely right. But he did. And then there was the whole chaos between him and and Belichick and all that good stuff that came to the light after he left. Which makes me think he probably would have left no matter what. Actually, I believe that if the team was good enough, they would have tried to look at getting Bill up out of there. And now you see with Cam, which, I mean, it's, 
Uh, yeah, I blame Cam now. I don't. Yeah, but I don't really think Cam was gonna. I thought Cam was gonna do good in that system. He should have done good. I in thought that. he was gonna at least get them to the playoffs. He in was a supposed wild card to, spot. but he. But Cam was Cam just, ain't Cam. Cam's not Cam no more. <laughs> not the Cam. This nigga had like five touchdowns all year. And and that was all for one year contract. So I don't even know if they're gonna bring him back or not. Oh no, he's definitely coming back. Uh, I think they already said they're not they're not bringing him back. Where was we at? But but yeah, I just don't see Aaron Rodgers going anywhere. I think he's gonna finish out his career. Well, let me not say that. He could go at the tail end, but not right now. I don't see him going anywhere. Not right now. And even then, all, all I'm saying, I don't know where he would go. Is that they wouldn't be Greenberg wouldn't be the most crazy franchise if they entertained calls. I mean, you can entertain a lot of shit, but it probably won't happen. If 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 the team is trying to give up their next fifteen, of course not fifteen, but their next five or six first round picks. I, I, I'm, no, I, I'm, I might, <laughs> I, no, I might be I'm like, uh, and, and a star player. And, and no, if um, I'm if I'm green, no, you know better than that. I'll be y'all hard. went twenty years without a quarterback, and y'all found out, or y'all went and got two back to back. See, but then we have to we have to remember the ego of the people that are in charge. They drafted that boy from UC or wherever he's from. They assume that they drafted the next great quarterback. Nobody, nobody in these positions think they drafted somebody that's not going to be good. They think that they can't make the bad decision draft wise because they're that they're that good at their job. It ain't happening again, D. That I don't think it is either. But I'm not in charge. We've seen we've seen ego and hubris screw over a much greater franchise than the Green Bay Packers. And, Look at the Cowboys. In uh, uh, the second game, we saw Kansas City versus the Bills for about a good two quarters. And then Kansas City was like, yeah, enough of this. I mean, that is crazy to where your team could be like, oh, man, we we're playing a little sluggish. Hold up. We'll drink some of this Gatorade. And then just go out there and score like three touchdowns in a row. That is Kansas City won the Super Bowl. I say it now. I don't see Tom Brady doing, especially if Tom Brady plays the way he played on Sunday. No, they're not. They're, listen, the pat. I think the pass rush of Kansas City is going to get Doug Brady. He's going to be. It's going to be more of they got a honey badger. Him back there. throwing bad passes, but with Kansas City, they're going to score touchdowns off of those. Yeah, Green Bay didn't score any touchdowns off of those turnovers. They're not going to. They're not going to get stifled by the deep because the Tom Tampa Bay likes to blitz. You can't do that against Mahomes. You can't blitz Mahomes. Oh man, that's going to be that's going to be uh, in the words of Shaq, barbecue chicken. If they, yes. if you blitz, oh my god, if you blitz Mahomes, it's over. It's over. Like you, you, and I. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback where you just cannot blitz him. Vic was different. Vic, whether you blitz him or not, Vic was probably going to take off. 
there was like two plays where the Bills actually got to him, and I'm thinking, oh man, that's a sack. And then he just did like a side side arm throw, yeah, and picked up like 15 yards, yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, he's too Christ. creative. And this is coming off of a concussion. He's got a bad toe. He had turf toe, which I have turf toe. That shit is horrible. Like, and he was just out there doing whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. At will. They're gonna they're gonna blitz that boy, and he's gonna be like, "Up, oh, you fucked up." I don't think it's gonna be like last year where they where they get off to a, a slow start and oh no, they, they gotta come back. Any. I think they're gonna just shoot out of a cannon because the majority of that team been there before too. Yeah, they know I think, exactly what it is. I think they're gonna shoot out of a cannon. But shout out to Tom Brady for making it to his tenth uh, Super Bowl. Shout out to Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah, look at y'all prospering beat, outside of Pittsburgh. For beating the Steelers back to the Super Bowl. They hmm. said y'all weren't shit. Y'all wasn't worth it. Look at look at them. Look at these kings prosper. Look at all these people who've been put against Tom Brady that ends up coming to play for him and getting where they need to be. Where, uh, where they need to be. Leonard Fournette. Was a Jacksonville Jaguar. Especially in Dominican Sue, who Sue. played against him in the Super Bowl. Hey, man, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Is Dwight Howard a fair comparison to Dominican Sue as far as career go? One has a championship, finally. But it took him a while to get there. He first came into the league. It took a while to get names. back. Yeah, that's right. He went with Orlando, but we the they were both went, they were both highly highly touted drafts. I mean, Dominic Sue was was a Heisman uh, Trophy finalist. He, he, he was Nebraska. He was the first pick, right? First or second pick or something like that. I think so. Yeah, with Detroit. Dwight Howard was like first pick or something. They they got they, on their own on their first their first teams. They they overachieve. But something happens, and they leave the first team, and they never get that back. It sort of disappears until late in their season, into their careers, they get opportunities to win championships. How about this? I'll ask this question: Who's better off getting into the Hall of Fame, Dominican Sue or Dwight Howard? Better off or more likely? More likely, I mean. Um. Because if you look up in Dominic Sue's stats, he is going to be in the conversation for a Hall of Fame. I would say they're both get in, but I think it'll be a easier it'll be easier for Dwight to get in. Okay, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I just because you look at Dominic, you'll be like, "Damn, he did what?" The only thing that's going to be against Dominic Sue is that he was he was dirty. He was a dirty player. Or, or, or he was more of an old school kind of player. Because that's the argument they put on, or like they'll put up for you well, if you're a defensive player. And like, because I heard that about Warren Sapp when he went in. Even the old school dudes wasn't, this dude was doing shit clearly after the, he was stomping on people's bodies. He was literally stomping people in the nuts. Yeah, like so that's not. I don't think that's old school. But I think that's just dirty. <laughs> the media still fuss with him. 
I don't think the media, I don't think it's that they, I just don't think they care enough about him anymore. If he wins the Super Bowl, I think that helps out a lot. I mean, he, 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 he's gone from team to team. He hasn't really done, he's done whatever. He hasn't been able to win one yet. It is what it is. The media is kind of like, oh, he's a, he's a name. He's definitely a name. So when he gets signed somewhere, yes, that is news. But nobody's really checking for Nagama Kamsu. Okay. Oh, that comparison was, like, really good. Well, I don't I don't think anybody's really checking for Dwight Howard for the most part. Uh, well, until up till last year. I think when he moved teams, it was it was newsworthy. But I didn't think anybody was really like, oh, man, what's – How's Dwight Howard really going to do for this team? But playing with, that's another thing. Playing with one of the greatest of all time and your respective sports will bring your profile up a little higher again. Play, playing with LeBron did wonders for Dwight. They both fit under the category of what you see is what you get. Yes. Like you're not going to be surprised at what they do. You know exactly what they're capable of. And, for the most part, they're actually good at what they're capable of. They're they're better than most. So oh, absolutely. The comparison there is is, is kind of crazy. It, it that was the second best comparison I heard over the weekend because I heard another one that I almost flipped the table over. Did I say this one too? No. Oh, okay. My man Shannon Sharp called Lamar Jackson Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh my God. No, I think I think Aaron Rodgers might be honest. But Aaron Rodgers won one. Yeah, I'm just I'm talking about now Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, no, no. They're he's, talking about the he's fact been that, in the league too long. I can't really do that. That you know these guys get all the hype during the regular season, and then in the postseason, it's just one and done or second round exit. Yeah. Which when I saw that comparison, I was like, "Fuck, he's right." Oh, I know that hurt. I know, I know. Because we call, we call. We call Giannis a fraud every day. <laughs> every day, I wake up and I, I just I wake up and the first thing I say out of my mouth is Giannis is a fraud. Good morning. Damn, dog! I know that hurt. I know that. I know you felt that. Man, I just I didn't know what to do. Oh man, that's hurtful. That that might that might be the NBA version of hard R. <laughs> wow. Get out of here, Giannis! Oh, <laughs> you had to kumbo yourself. Oh no, <laughs> we got to fight now. Ah, uh, speaking of fighting, uh, who the hell is Danny Lee, and why does everybody keep talking about her on Twitter? So, Danny Lee is a young lady who sings. She's a singer. She sang that song "Take It Easy" with Chris Brown. You heard that shit? No. Like last summer, or the no. summer before that. No. Okay. Well, she was a dancer. She dances. She sings. She's she's cute. So she dates the the baby. Oh shit! Is she pregnant or something? No, she's not pregnant. Well, she made a song because I guess her and the baby's baby mama have beef <laughs> for some odd reason. Because I guess the dick's good. Um, she made a song the other day. Put on her Triller account. I didn't even know people still use Triller, but here we are. Called Yellowbone. Talking about how everybody wants a Yellowbone. Blah, blah, blah. You know, colorism stuff. I'm looking at her. Is she white? 
So here's the thing. Everybody assumed Danny Lay was black. She's not. <laughs> she's not black. Oh. She, she's white. She's like white Spanish, like white Dominican. Both her parents look white as shit. But she's not she's not black in any sense of the word. She's she's not African American at all. So she's not mulatto. No. 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 And I'm not talking about the rapper, I'm talking about in general. No, she's not. She's not a yellow bone. She's Dominican. So she 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 white. But she's been she's 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 said the N word numerous times. That was a whole nother thing. But uh by putting this out, she of course pissed people off because you're clearly talking about the baby's baby mother and then the baby's daughter is his complexion so how's that working out um well pissed everybody off just put out a bullshit apology yesterday i have it right here and was uh are you gonna play it yeah okay hey guys it's danny lay and i just wanted to address um, what's going on with me right now she's cute um i think it's super important because i definitely feel misunderstood like I feel like my song... Wait, hold on. You said she white, right? Mm-hmm. She Dominican and stuff? Mm-hmm. Why she got a black scent? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm with the Twitter people now. <laughs> dog, dog, she's, she's not black. Like they, I think she put her genealogy out there one time, and she's not black. And then even when she's apologizing on Twitter about this, she's like, oh, my black friends and shit. Black people don't say my black friends. <laughs> he won't got the world raffled into thinking i said that's what the world wants like no like i just speaking on my man that's what he wants that's what he has like when i make music i'm in the studio vibing turning up happy as fuck like i'm just making music it was cool like it was just to turn me up real quick that's how i make music like it wasn't really meant to be something that people took so deeply and i understand like Colorism is a real thing, and I guess you could say I wasn't as knowledgeable in that topic, but I wasn't thinking so deeply into it when I was making this song. And it's like, also, I see a lot of brown-skinned women making music about their skin types, and it's like, why can't I? Like, you- oh, man, she gave me a headache. Yeah. So uh, they got they got a hold of her, and they, uh, yeah, they, they ran through the six with their woes. Well, I was trying to stay out of women's business. You know, that's the big thing now is, you know. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked place. it. I was like, you know, let me see what's going on because, you know. But I didn't know who she was. I thought she was maybe one of them loving hip-hop girls that probably nah. said something reckless. She might be later, though. Because, hmm. you know, well, that's the one thing. Like, this song like this happens and then, because niggas is not buying your album. We don't want to hear you. We don't, we don't really care. It's the girls. It was black women that was buying your albums. So when they decide they don't want to do that anymore, who's and I don't think she's going like platinum or nothing. I know she did good that that easy song did good, but that was because it was Chris Brown was on it. Y'all can say what y'all want about Chris Brown. That nigga moves he moves units <laughs> like easily. Chris Brown ain't had a dud in his career. So when you piss off black women. You're kind of screwing yourself over. The baby should know. That's that's who liked him for the longest time. He was cool, but after his first album, I could really do without the baby. All his music sounds the same. Somebody says all, all his beats sound like 
2K loading screens. And I couldn't unhear it. Y'all something else. See, he, he, he used to fool me. He, I used to think I was going to get some, some bars. And then that nigga, I used to listen and be like, oh, this is trash. He stopped fooling me. I don't know who he's still fooling. He he fooled y'all. Talking about his brother died. Guilty y'all to buy his album. Not me. You know, the 15-year-old suburban hype beast. That's fine. But you ain't going to fool me more than once. I assure you. He has a song with Dua Lipa. J.J. Abrams. I didn't know who Dua Lipa was until I heard the song. I was like, oh my God, who, who is this? Yeah, that's the, he, he, makes, he makes Z104 move, music. He's the new flow writer. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But you know, I had to, it is what it is. But that was, that's, uh, but then I'd seen, because of the Danny Lay thing, did you remember when Rick Ross, Lenny S., and them had a yeah, I saw that. So yeah. then, f- footage with from the there, dream. yeah, with the dream, yes, showed Rick Ross seemingly using a, a woman's skin color to rate whether she was a it, good singer or not. It wasn't just her skin color; it was her body. It was it was a lot going on, but her voice was not it. And the girl yeah. that came up after her, who. Was darker skin. She was darker skin. She had natural hair. Her body shape wasn't as augmented as the first young ladies. Or and it didn't appear to be. It. Let's 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 be fair. It didn't appear to be as augmented. And she sang the same exact song about fifteen times better. Only for Rick Ross to look at her, who cannot sing, by the way, to look at her. <laughs> With them bug eyes and go, I don't think this song is the proper vehicle for your voice. <laughs> that's a that's a wild thing to say to somebody too. I don't think then, I don't think this song is the right vehicle for your voice. And then have Mister Falsetto himself, the Dream, go, Yeah, I agree with Rick. Which this. It's funny because if you look over history about people who they try to push in music, they tried to push Carrie Hilson super hard. Well, Carrie Hilson, Carrie Hilson fucked up her own career by talking about Beyonce. She did. She did. If she had just kept her mouth shut, she would have been fine. They've tried to push a lot of. She talked about Beyonce and Blue Ivy. She deserves to be where she at. But a lot of a lot of the lighter skinned chicks that sang got made, they got a push. They got pushed. Ashanti got pushed, and she could. I'm not saying Ashanti couldn't sing. I'm not saying Carrie Hilson couldn't sing, but they got pushed. Whereas other people, like what was the girl's name? Um, that's Estelle. Yeah, she was left to die. And Estelle got to, Estelle got a sneaky ass catalog. Yes. Why did we get more Carrie Hilson than we got Estelle? They both had Kanye features. I mean, one of the more egregious acts I've seen of colorism and of just ageism was when, remember when that Martin Luther King movie came out like a few years ago? Yeah. I think it was Selma. Selma, I, yeah. And uh, Lettucey, who is... Like an R and B powerhouse, but she's a little older. She's a little darker. She's more mature taste, right? 
The Grammys decided, nah, we're not going to use her. We're going to get Beyonce to sing this song. Oh, yeah. And Beyonce didn't even say, she she had nothing. That t- she, she didn't know the producers. She didn't know the songwriters. But they wanted her to go out there and sing that song. And it was one of those deals where it's like. That freedom shit, right? Yeah. That's just the song I used a couple weeks on Instagram for one of our one of our episodes. I forgot what episode it was. It was for the Martin Luther King one, I believe. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're probably you're probably yeah. right. Let me. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it's prominent. But to see it happen with Rick Ross and the Dream, and these are supposed to be cultural gatekeepers. So for them to do this, and then they dropped out articles about him on the Breakfast Club where he said, "No, I can't have any female ta- talent on MMG because I might end up trying to fuck." And he said, "I would get them all dolled up, and they, we'd be at all the photo shoots." And then we'll be in the car, and I'll just be ready to fuck. And then it's the same dude that said slip Molly onto her drink. She ain't even know it. You know this 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 was a, a a correction correctional officer at one point in his life, whose career almost got taken from him because of that coming out. Because I remember Khaled didn't want to fuck with him for that. I believe that was Fifty that dropped that knowledge. Fifty, yeah, Fifty did, and that shit fucked him up for like I, I don't even know if it even fucked him up for an album. But he was a testament to say, no matter what I do in my personal life, whenever whatever comes out, if I put out fire music, y'all gonna keep fucking with me. And he was right. <laughs> he was absolutely right. But yeah, that was, I think he made Teflon Don after that. <laughs> that was a that was just like seeing it because I didn't even know that this was like a competition show on like VH1. Yeah, I remember a couple years, uh, like three year, three four years ago. I remember it, but. I didn't man. watch it, but man, that's they just... were trying to catch that making the band. They were trying to restart that making the band feeling. I don't know why the band didn't even. All I remember, listen, when those niggas sang to each other as a battle to see who's going to get the beds, that was enough for me. I was <laughs> that was that was it. <laughs> no. This nigga, this nigga, did he swear he had the next Justin Timberlake too? He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep you, but you gonna be solo." Oh, you talking about day twenty six? Yes, I'm talking about the class. I'm talking about Dylan. Dylan nah, I'm not talking Dylan, about. The, I'm not Dylan, talking Dylan, nothing bad Dylan. about the band. I'm not talking nothing bad about the band, dog. Yeah, he did try to make that white boy like the next Justin Timberlake, and it failed miserably. Yeah, he saw it. He was like, and the, and the white boy looked. Well, I mean, he was a white boy. Yeah, Donnie. Look. That was his name, Donnie. Yeah. He wanted Donnie to be next up. And speak, speaking, of, I know I mentioned Ashanti. Did you did you get a chance to watch any of that versus the other night? No, you want to know why? It ain't for me. This I, is the second time in a row that versus has made a versus that I just did not care about. It this all. is if they didn't push it back so many times, and then come to find, I'm watching because it, it was on the same night as the Lakers uh, Bucks game. Uh, old girl was like, damn near two hours late. Keisha Cole. But then I heard she got mopped up by Ashanti anyway, so. I mean, did you expect something else? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know who's going to mop who up, honestly. I, I didn't. You know what it is? Versus, and I, I don't want to be that guy. Versus is done too much now. What used to be a fun concept of having the two artists just join each other's live from their respective homes or whatever, do the show or, or do the like 20 hits or whatever. That was fun. 
Now you got elaborate sets. You got all these corporate sponsors. You talking about seasons. This one, this one was sponsored by Ciroc and Doritos. Like, it, you see, like, when you do too much to, like, to, like, make it bigger, it makes it worse. And unfortunately, you have Swiss Beats and Timlin in charge of all of this. They're not used to just keeping things a little simple. These dudes are, like, Bonafide key makers, they're not gonna sit there and just keep it. Hey man, you stay in your living room and uh, play the songs and stuff. Now they're talking about because you know the next one is supposed to be Outcast and Tribe, but they talking about they want to do a Big End Tupac one. Like you see what I mean? You see, you see, they doing too much. These fools need to just stay home. They talking about Drake told Drake, who's gonna be playing Tupac's music. Drake told Timberland he wants to do. He wants them to do Justin Timberlake versus Usher. Why? Usher's going to mop the floor with Justin. They just they just want to do a whole bunch of stuff, dog. Why? Who wants to see that massacre? Dog, I... That shit's going to go south bad for Justin. Because you know he ain't going to want to play his NSYNC shit. And even then, that's not going to hold up against he's, Usher. He's only going to want to play his black adjacent thing stuff. And he don't have enough of that for Usher's black music. You're just going to hear Timbaland ad-libs for like if, 10 if, of those hits. If Usher decided just to play Confessions, Justin be out of there. Usher could play 8701 and, and get that's, and Justin And that's here. not even saying nothing negative about Justin. Because if it was anybody else, I think Justin might fold him up. But he's not folding up Usher. Not, no, no. Not happening. Not happening. Listen. Not happening. I mean, I wouldn't mind watching it, but it's not happening. That shit is going to be sad. But, you know, I've seen, we've seen so many sad ones that we thought were going to be better. I don't even care anymore. I actually prefer the sad ones. I like to see somebody just get ran through. Especially if they could keep a, like a brave face and be like, "Oh yeah, this is fun." Like, yeah, I like seeing that. <laughs> Fuck it, if you. Oh man, you got me on that one. I didn't even think about that. Man, one. that was a hit, yo. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Keep they try to. They try tell, to sing along. Tell your with stories. The, they try to sing along with the song to make it seem like they're. Oh man, this is a great moment in time. Yeah. No, you getting folded. You getting you getting dog walked. <laughs> But that's, hey, man, if that's what they want to do with their free time, you want to take free time and you want to get dog walked on Apple, then they go for it. I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, so I didn't even watch it. I don't even know. I, I saw a whole bunch of people say that Ashanti won, but, it, okay, I understand. You know. That's on, that's, that's, God bless them. God bless them all. And God bless Bernie Sanders. You see somebody made a words wallow with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I did. Somebody got that shit tattooed on him. It it ain't that deep. It was a nice little moment, but you're gonna forget about it after Valentine's Day. Nigga put that shit on a hoodie and sold out. <laughs> see, he said gave it all to charity. Bernie's consistent, I can tell you that. You know what's crazy? He He said, I didn't even know that they were doing this until I think one of his grandchildren showed him, and he was like, "Wait, what?" 
He was like, man, y'all won't leave me alone. Y'all, y'all gave me all this energy, but you won't vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, y'all love me until it's time to vote for somebody. That that is, I, I, I don't know, Bernie. You shit might be too extreme, but oh, y'all want to make me a damn meme, huh? Y'all well, at shit. first it was he was too old, but we got Joe Biden up in there, and he's like seventy-eight, I think. All those white dudes are old, <laughs> like like all of them, but. Apparently he was Bernie was too old. Like, oh my God, what if he tries to go for a second term and he's in? Yeah, so Pelosi's like in her mid eighties. Listen, I, it, that's why you get a good vice president, <laughs> just in case. Hey man, what's the name, old boy? The uh, the turtle looking motherfucker. Uh, on the Republican side, dude from uh, Kentucky. What's his name? Mitch McConnell. He dead already. Oh, God. Yeah, he's walking around like World War Z. When his term finishes, he's going to turn to dust like Thanos snapped his fingers. Oh, my God. He's going to pull a Yoda and just turn into light. Is that how Yoda dies? I think that they keep saying he died. I don't believe he died. I think he just manifested into something else. Okay. But I don't really fuck with Star Wars like that. So. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to say nothing bad about it, because some of you nerdy motherfuckers are aggressive. Hey, man, is um, Kodak out yet? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I saw Lamar got him out, so I just wanted to know if he was out. I don't know how long he's going to be out, because he, he got charges brought up on him as soon as the pardon came through about him molesting a high school kid or He's, whatever. You know, like he he, he should have kept be his, out for like two weeks. And some of y'all are so happy, but he should have been. He shouldn't have been able to get out in the first place. He out. Wheezy ain't going to jail until his next gun charge. And he dumb. He keep getting gun charges. If he hide in his dirty ass dress, he wouldn't. It would never get found. Oh, oh boy, you from the hip today. Yeah, I, I don't. These niggas should have stayed in jail. I don't. I don't care. Some people. Some people belong in jail. Let's be real. Like, come on. Like, you guys are being real cool about this. Some motherfuckers deserve to be in jail. You mean like a dude that's uh, got a cop in a headlock? Trigger Trey can't say he can't sing his way out of this one. Tremaine. Did you know that nigga was thirty six? I didn't know he was thirty six. Yeah, that's not about right. I thought he was like my age. I didn't know he was that damn old. No, nah, I know he was older than me. Because when he came out, he was, I mean, already old enough to drink. So I saw the police report. That's why I saw it said Tremaine Neverson, 36. I was like, God damn. You think he's any relation to Miss Neverson? <sighs> Authorities did not say what charge songs was booked on. And neither the prosecutor's office nor other local law enforcement agencies would say if the video released by the Kansas City Police Department was linked to songs arrest. So what happened? Nobody's still saying what happened, why the cops went up to Trey Songs. Why was Trey Songs in Kansas City? There's so many questions that aren't answered now. He was there for the AFC Championship. But have we ever heard of Trey Songs being a Kansas City fan? Do you, do you think he needs to be a fan of any of the teams to be at the AFC Championship? But it's just weird. Like, okay. I'm not saying he's not allowed to be at the game. That's not what I'm saying. Maybe, I'm just saying maybe he just, caught a flight with Griselda. Maybe he's a Bills fan. From the video I saw, 
he was swarmed by a sea of Kansas City fans, and they were actually defending him, saying he was doing nothing wrong. Apparently, um, the initial report was that he was called out for trespassing, which I don't understand. He's in a section with a sea of fans. And Trey Songz isn't one of those type of people that could just sneak into Kansas City's, you know what I mean? Like, nah, you're right. But I don't know. Maybe somebody didn't like his last album. Yeah, I, 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 maybe they, they maybe they're a big fan of Kiki Palmer. <laughs> you never know with the police. That'll be some shit if like a getting, fifty year old getting yoked get, getting yoked up while you're on the while you on the clock by RB singer just doesn't bode well for your career. Yeah, that Petersburg came out of him. <laughs> that 804 came right up out of him the last person that's gonna yoke me up is Trey fucking song he had him in an official headlock too it wasn't like a nice little tussle headlock you you've been in one of those before those are one of those ones you can slip right out he had him in a Taz mission he he locked the wrist <laughs> he been waiting he he been... that was about to be a rare naked choke <laughs> oh my god that Kirikuda clutch <laughs> Trey had my man's locked up. Literally. It took like five cops to get Trey up off of him. Something happened. And I need the official release to come out because I, I need that to come out on Thursday. I need y'all to actually drop a press conference and I need to talk about this on Thursday because, boy. I can tell you one thing. If they can help it, they are not releasing this footage. <laughs> and then they got the, the, the footage of him like in jail. And somebody said it looked like Trey's singing in the video. He probably <laughs> is, yo. Not gonna lie, if I'm no. in the jail cell and they bring Trey in, nigga, you gonna sing. <laughs> you gonna sing the day. Oh, yeah, Trey. I'm about to catch one if I'm if I'm in the holding tank with Trey songs. That, are you gonna hear songs is my name? Like, yeah, you better sing that shit. Which one of y'all? <laughs> Which one of y'all got a bailout trigger? <laughs> oh yeah, you sing it, nigga. Trey, we from Virginia. We we from the same. But by fact, you you ain't you ain't gonna stop singing until you leave. So I hope you're ready for a set, nigga. That's all. That's all you gonna do is sing. Hey Trey, I got a whole catalog, dog. What you want to hear? You you want to hear Luther? I, I, <laughs> see, that was Luther right you know, there, bro. I made my man Trey do covers. <laughs> Gonna be doing all, but hey, you know, uh, you know the Beatles, right? <laughs> you know Downtown Abbey. Yeah, sing hey, that nigga, too, nigga. Sing Night Fever by the BGS. Hey, bro, all three parts. You know Angel of Mine by Monica. You yeah, sing that too. <laughs> like I'm not a jukebox guy. Hey, man, nigga, sing nigga. that. Sing the Impossible song from the Cinderella with Brandy in it. Sing, sing Eye to Eye by Tevin Campbell. Ooh. Ooh. And you better sing it good. <laughs> sing you got a friend of me, bro. Toy Story. Wait, he gonna be in the jail cell like Kid was at house party. <laughs> Yo, this nigga gonna be singing and running. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we need to get to before we get up out of here? Uh, they talk about putting Harriet Tubman back on the $20 bill. Praise God. Yes, we need to do that. Because Andrew Jackson, if you don't know who Andrew Jackson is, one, shame on your public school system for not teaching you about the Trail of Tears. But 
when when I got into college and we had to do like we went down like the presidents or whatever, mm-hmm. Donald Trump is not the worst president of all time. Oh no. Nah. That is y'all not looking up history because my man Andrew was on some shit. So the fact that we can get him up off the twenty dollar bill and put Harry Tubman up there is it's pretty cool. Um you had something about that. Well, you have something about the WWE Network? Yeah, so the WWE Network will now be merged, or not merged, uh, Peacock, NBC Universal has bought out the WWE Network for over a billy. Only the WWE could fail up. They just got the WWE Network to where it was like usable on all platforms. Like, search-wise. But the main concern from a lot of fans is, one, they're confused because it's only going to be on Peacock here in America. If you go into Canada or somewhere else, you still have just a regular WWE network. Are you still going? I feel like it's still going to be a WWE network here, too. No, it will be on Peacock. So the pay-per-views so, are going to be on Peacock? Peacock? Yes, they're going to be on Peacock, and it's going to happen right before WrestleMania. It's going to be March 21st. Because I, I saw, because I saw they were going to have the content was going on Peacock, but I didn't see anything about them not doing a WWE Network again. The entire catalog is going over to Peacock now. Here's the question: because WWE Network, for what it is, for its fault, it does have a great catalog of shit to where you could type in like, you pick a name, Sa. Remember Sa Rios? Exactly. If you type in his name on the WWE Network... I, mean, I do remember S.A. Rios. There's going to be like eight matches that pop up. I'm wondering, is Peacock going to be the same? Because somebody made a video of them like searching Amy Poehler to see if they can get um, Parks and Rec to pull up. Nothing. And that's an NBC... You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm wondering how is this going to work? They, they probably worked something out to where it's going to be like how Disney Plus is where you can like click on Marvel and you get all the Marvel shit. But yeah, I'm, I don't know how this is going to work. Now they have two different prices. Okay. So with ads, you can get Peacock with the WWE network for five ninety nine. Okay. Now you still will have access to all of the pay-per-views and things, but they will have ads in them, which I mean, to go from ad-free pay-per-views to going back, that's going to be one thing. Well, they're not really ad-free now. Be right. <laughs> but to get rid of those in-app ads, it will cost nine ninety-nine to get Peacock. Which is the same price as the WWE Network. Exactly. So just but you'll get the office with it, too. Nigga, I don't care. Nigga, y'all keep complaining about it's on Comedy Central all the time. Oh, dude, you know what I'm saying? You get Parks and Rec. Nigga, that's on too. I don't even watch that. You get Community. I've never seen an episode. I don't know if Seinfeld is up there, but you'll get Seinfeld. No, Seinfeld's on Hulu. You'll get 30 Rock. Never seen, whenever I did watch that, but I don't give a shit about 30 Rock. You'll get, uh, 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 all the SNL episodes. Don't give a shit about that either. I mean, just transfer my shit from WD Network to, MB, to you know, whatever this shit's That's called. That's another Peacock. big concern because some people were gifted. Uh, I don't want to be bothered with it. <laughs> gift cards where uh, their stuff was paid off for like the next six months. Yeah. From the WD. 
And now it's like, well, is this going to be eligible to be transferred to Peacock? And yeah, I don't want to be bothered with it. Just transfer my shit and tell me, tell me the app to put on my TV so I can do it. Yeah. I don't even care. I don't even use the, the fucking network like that, to be honest with you. I do because there's certain shows that I actually like to see. Like that Table for Three show is like, actually pretty good. See, but that's I don't go back and watch. Like I don't. It's, it's very rare that I'll go back and watch old matches. That's another thing. Are those shows getting transferred over with the WWE Network, or is it just matches? They oh. also are talking about an annual documentary. This is a five year deal. But yeah, see, I would assume they're just moving everything over because WWE now already had all the shit. Like the Yokozuna shit coming up. How I, I, see if I was Peacock, I would do like what Disney's doing with Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus, where okay, if you just want to have Hulu, here you go. You don't need to have all three. Peacock could have easily done that. They could have been like, hey, we're gonna keep the network what it is, but it's gonna be a part of our bundle. So if you want Peacock and you want the WWE Network, it'll be $15. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leave it where it is, but just say, hey, you are now a part of NBC Universal streaming thing or whatever. Because having to get rid of the WWE Network as a whole to be a part of Peacock is, that's going to mess a lot of people up. Yeah, see, I'm not one of those wrestling fans that go, like, every now and again, I might go back and watch, like, my old Money in the Bank matches or something. But for the most part, I'm only watching it for the pay-per-views. I don't, that's the only reason I have it, to be honest with you. If you told me tomorrow that the shit wouldn't have pay-per-views on it anymore, I would cancel it. <laughs> like, if it wasn't for the pay-per-views, I wouldn't be there. Yeah. I'll just worry about the, the actual wrestlers. How are they affected by this? Because they used to get paid off of those pay-per-views a lot of money. And I don't know how that worked with the WWE, WWE Network. And now I really don't know how this is going to work with Peacock. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember them worrying about that when WWE Network first became a thing. But I never heard about how they were held down. And with the, the new edition of the stolen idea from D with Paramount. Plus, wouldn't it be cheaper for you just to have cable at this point? At this point, it basically is. You paying nine? If you paying ten dollars and it's like fifteen, sixteen different. Yeah, you. See, been, the only thing that it's still not fucking with you is because it's not gonna mess with. I guess if you you could turn it on and off as you want, or if you don't pay one month, it's not gonna matter. It's just not you. Just not gonna have access to it. But you're already paying. Like you got, and not having plus. not having to deal with customer service. You got that's another thing. Like, what happens if your shit goes out and you paid and you're trying to get a hold of somebody? Who you gonna talk to? You gonna send a you gonna send a, a thing over Twitter? I mean, when how often does one of your apps not work? If your internet's working, I don't know because if I it actually doesn't use, <laughs> but I actually use cable like to watch my TV. I don't use Netflix. Like, I'm not in the the mood. Like, to I wait. can. I can tell you right now, even using all that other shit, I've never had an issue where the app just doesn't work if the internet's um, working. I know Disney had a few problems when they first launched with people watching a movie, and it would just stop, and it would just cut the whole app off. Oh, yeah. After you get past like the initial like couple months of using the shit, there should be no other problems. Um, 
But it, it just would be cheaper for you to have cable, and then if you wanted to, if you really fucked with Nickelodeon like that, then maybe getting Paramount Plus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. See what they're trying to do because every time they make one of these streaming sites, they put original content up there that's not on the channel. Like, well, that's to bring you in. Yes, that's how they're that's how they're trying to get people, and that's why people keep getting these things because. It's now like if I have regular HBO at my house, I still can't see certain things that's just on the app. They have shows like that. I think that that flight attendant show wasn't on HBO. It's only on HBO Max. Oh, boy. Y'all niggas better be lucky that Netflix never had a cable channel. Boy. (laughs) I can tell you that. But I think I can't. I I mean, this is going to happen for anything. Like any kind of, if if you have a, a, a plethora of channels under an umbrella, they're gonna make a streaming network for it. Because if you have those many channels, that means people like to watch them. So it's gonna be a streaming channel for it. What is all I got, bro? You got anything else? Nah, man. That's that's about it. Yeah, we start to hit them days where just the news is gonna slow down just a bit. I mean, we can't even do predictions until next week. Next Thursday, unless you want to do basketball ones, but no, nah, I'm not. That's too many games, too many games for that. Uh, I will say, I mean, we're gonna try to keep turning these two episodes a week out for y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just difficult. We're gonna have fun on Thursday, though. I think I predict. Oh yeah. Well, we'll have a guest for y'all on Thursday. He's going to try to come in here and try to rectify all the things I've been saying on Sneak. Did he call you about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. He said it played out exactly how he said it would. Okay. So, yeah, he's coming to clear his name. Well, you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at This Ain't a Pod. You can follow my esteemed colleague at exhibit underscore D-E-E on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on... uh, Instagram and Twitter at well damn spread. And we will hopefully be here on Thursday every time I say this. You know, we we will be here again soon. There we go. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Cause every time I say we're gonna be here, it something happens and we're not here. And I apologize. Yeah, I mean last week was on you. <laughs> that wasn't me last week. But we will see y'all again soon I want to say good night to Virginia Beach <laughs>